This is the smell of a warm three-day-old egg salad sandwich in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag with new Fabuloso lemon scent. Hefty, hefty, hefty! <sighs> smell the difference? When life gives you stinky, get Hefty Ultra Strong with new Fabuloso Lemon Scent. It smells like clean, freshly picked lemons. So no matter what's inside your trash, you can stop the stink and smell the lemon. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone. How are you doing today? Welcome to Lardy, Miss Clardy, and company on BTR for September the 15th, 2016. I am your host, Lardy, Miss Clardy, and I'm coming at you live from everywhere and here in Columbus, Ohio, with good news and bad news if necessary. This is the place to be and to get heard right here on Lardy, Miss Clardy, and company on Blog Talk Radio. Now, this is about standing up, speaking up, and speaking out. This is the call-in number for you to call in. That number is 347-884-8684. That number again is 347-884-8684. And I have a Wake Up and Stand Up America show for you entitled America, Racial Profiling Under the American Flag. And my guest for this evening for this discussion will be Tay Real, host of It's Real Radio on Blog Talk Radio and his crew, Dollar Bill. And I believe it's going to be Rhett. Uh, Rhett Thomas, and um, I have also from Columbus, Ohio, which will be uh, Brother Blondie, the former co-host here on Lardy, Miss Clardy and Company on BTR. And we are going to have other people that are going to talk on this subject. I see this lighting up tonight on this subject, yeah, because it's a big subject. And also letting you know that Noor Ali and also uh, Tootie, Uh, will not be at this discussion at this time. They will come again on another time. So getting things together here, and we're going to talk about the subject. Okay, and that we are talking about this subject, let's start with the unarmed man, Terrence Crutcher, who was gunned down by the police in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And here in Columbus, Ohio, we have also a 13-year-old that had been shot and killed. His name is Tyree King. Now, according to the article that I have been doing research on dealing with uh, Terrence Crutcher's uh, situation, um, it was, and let me, let me put this out here too. This is uh, where I got this article is from www.antoine speak, speaks, excuse me at .co.uk. Let me say that again, www.antoinespeaks.co.uk. And he has an article out, and I have been reading it, and uh, he speaks about where Tulsa uh, Police uh, Department had released a uh, footage of the fatal shooting of Terrence Crutcher, an unarmed black motorist, And Ray Owens, a pastor at Metropolitan Baptist Church, told MIC in an interview, Pression is the video I saw is among the worst that we have seen nationally. And Owens said that the man who was shot was walking away from police with his hands in the air. And that, to me, suggests that he did not present a threat. And as it went further in the sand, the community leader and Pastor Owens also was disturbed by a police helicopter operator's uh, description of Mr. Crutcher as a big bad dude, quote unquote, Owens said. And also Owens had put in there that what would make an officer who was in a helicopter be able to make that determination? Owens said he's tall, heavy, and he's black. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to introduce and bring on to the radio program, Tay Real, 
and also his crew. All right. How is everybody doing today? Is everybody on the line? Yes, hey. thank you. Thank hey. you. What's up, right? Hello. Okay. How are okay. You? Well, oh, I, I am fine. I, I hear that you made it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm glad that everybody did make it this evening. And so we are talking about United States racial profiling under the American flag, and you heard what I had to say about it. So the question would be, starting with uh, this roundtable discussion uh, on the subject. Hey, real. I have this question. I want to ask. I want to ask this question. Um, what do you think about this type of uh, issue going on about Terrence Crutcher? What's your take on this? Well, I mean, just just in general, like this, it's been really disturbing seeing the the, mm-hmm. the past few years of like all of the um, all of the like the the the, the acts of violence on. Um, Black men, I'm typically unarmed. Um, I just now had uh, heard. I just saw the the footage that they released of the which one was the guy that uh, which one was the one that just released the footage last night of the guy because it's like two incidents that happened recently um, where he got <laughs> shot by the police behind the when he uh, they was behind the car behind the pickup truck. That's the one right. I seen. Right, that's the, the one, one on camera. Well, that's one. Well, they had pulled out a, a a piece of footage on this particular article that I uh, did the research on, and we saw the whole foot. I saw I saw the footage, and it was remarkable. Um, and we are talking about Terrence Crutcher, the police that uh, the police that shot him and killed him. He did. He had up his hands. Uh, he had his hands up and. You know, they, I they, see that they, one. I need to see that yeah, one. The I got, one I seen was yeah. the dude Scott. Somebody, something. What's the guy named Scott? Yeah. Uh, what's his name? This, Somebody help me out. Okay. Everybody on there that want to help out? Which one was it? Right, Dollar Bill. One of y'all help me out. Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> the other guy that got killed. I I saw the I saw the recently released uh, video from Charlotte. And that's, Charlotte, that's, what, that's okay. what I'm talking about. Charlotte, that's right, the, okay. Right, that's yeah. the one I'm thinking about. Okay, yeah. Okay. I didn't see the one when I heard about it. Yeah, well, it's all, all up underneath people. that. Yeah. Well, it's that, all up underneath the racial people. profiling. Yeah. I'm sorry, go that, ahead. You know, I'm listening. That, 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 that gentleman didn't look threatening to me. Backing up slowly, I didn't see anything in his hands, no hand, you know, pointing anything at the police. So, I mean, to me, that didn't seem like a justified shooting, especially that his wife was out there saying that he had a traumatic brain injury mm-hmm, and had just taken mm-hmm. medication. And she said that over and over again and uh, was trying to uh, defuse the situation and trying to aid her husband. And there was a lot of witnesses around there. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, from what I saw, I didn't think that the, the, the man looked threatening to anybody, you know, at that point, so. Well, that's just all Bill's opinion. Okay, and who else want to have something to say on this? Because it is a, uh, this whole thing, even even though we're talking about separate incidents or different things like that, but it's still up underneath racial profiling. And so, therefore, there's a lot of profiling that's going on, and it it needs to be talked about. And not only that, but something, a solution needs to take place. So anyone else that wants to speak on this? How about you, Dollar Bill? Oh, go ahead. Well, uh, I think that uh, there needs to be a a, a lot more training with how police handle situations. And I think Mm -hmm. that uh, even the makeup of certain police departments, uh, I think racially has to change. And I think they should try to recruit more officers from areas, put officers Mm -hmm. You know, where they live and work in the same area. You know, if you have somebody that's racist and you're pulling them from their area and and sending them into another area and they already Mm -hmm. have a bad frame of mind or preconceived notions in their head, that's just, I think, a recipe for disaster. Absolutely. I agree. Yeah. I I agree. And I... and I'm kind of old school on stuff. I like, uh, like when I grew up, I remember cops still walking the beat 
So you actually talk to them face-to-face. So when they did stop kids or, or anybody doing something, you, you already mm-hmm. kind of knew each other. So they're less likely, I think, to harm you or you to harm them if you talk to mm-hmm. okay, so. okay. Okay. That's that's good. That's good. That's good right there. I think that you have said something that was pretty profound there. And, you know, going to Rhett, Rhett, what do you think about that? And thank you very much for that comment. Well, uh, uh, this is Rhett Thompson. You know, the thing is, what's crazy about these shootings is that that we even have to, that we even have mixed them up. You know, that's mm-hmm. what's crazy about it. Like, because when I heard about the Tulsa shooting, um, when I first heard about the Tulsa shooting, you know, you hear about, oh, black man shot by officers. Um, yeah. So you're like, okay. And then someone said, oh, no, it's Charlotte. So it's like, wow. Did it happen in Tulsa or Charlotte? And that's like, no, it's both. It's like, oh, it's, it's both. both, right? So it, it's mm-hmm. both. And so, so the thing is, it's like to, to the the very fact that we have to like double check and triple check our facts to make sure that we got the facts right. That that they Absolutely. both have they these have mm-hmm. large uh, quote large African American men quote mm-hmm. oh they were threatening oh uh, uh, you know we they had a gun they were armed they were dangerous. Um, Clearly, there's so many things that are wrong in this scenario. Um, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. What's disturbing for me is, okay, with the uh, – this is one of those qualifiers that uh, commentators have made about these cases. Okay, the yes. shooting in Tulsa is like, oh, but this was shot – he was shot by a white female cop. And, oh, mm-hmm, the Charlotte right. shooting, that was a black cop. So the thing is, it's not just a cut and dry uh, it's not a cut and dry case that we've been used to seeing in the past of like black man shot by yes. white male police officer. Right. Now that we have females, which rarely shoot, and then we have a black cop involved as well. So there's right. something else that's fundamentally wrong about this. It's not just a black or white issue anymore. It's right. definitely it's, something's going on with law enforcement. Yes, definitely. I, I, I really agree about that. And, you know, there was another you know, astounding, uh, you know, some information that I've seen also in this article that talked about, uh, uh, you know, talking about Mr. Cruncher, okay, and the death of him. But they also mentioned a statistic, right, that Mr. Cruncher, uh, Mr. Cruncher's death is the 782nd death of an American civil at the hands of the police and the 33rd unarmed black person to be killed this year. That's an alarming rate right there. What do you think about that, Tay? It is alarming. It is alarming. It's disturbing. Alarming. I mean, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. like, you know, like we black men have to worry about leaving our homes and if we're going to make it back because, I mean, you just don't know how it's going to go if you're, yes. if you're, pulled over by the police, it could turn ugly fast. I mean, because it's like, yes. dang, well, you can stay in your car. They're ready to shoot you if you stay in the car. But then if you yes. get out, they're ready to shoot you. We've seen, um, what's his name, Keith Scott? We've seen yep. um, him get out. He was walking. I, I, I only seen the, the dash cam video, and I couldn't 100%, so I couldn't see, like, the front, but it definitely didn't look like, look like he had anything in his hand. I'm just sitting here, yes. me and my family watching, and we're like, why did they shoot him? We're just scratching our heads, like, you try to give the police the benefit of the doubt. Like they did, they just they didn't just shoot this man in cold blood for no reason. Like he had to have something that alarmed them. But it, I don't see it, and I'm just like, man, what if that was me? What if I got out the car? And uh, I do think he should have had his hands up, but still, he should mm-hmm. have been shot for that. Like, if I get out the car, I've seen a n- number of videos um, where police have shot people, even shot people with their hands up. Like, they just be shooting yes. people. And the problem is that they are, like, get like them getting arrested and then posting bond and then mm-hmm. not getting convicted, it's not, that's not going to make them stop. Like, the only thing that's going to make them stop is if we start getting some convictions, but it's, it's an issue because um, people really like police. Like, you know, so when jurors and stuff go, and when jurors are assigned on a case for a police officers on trial, yes. like, jurors tend to automatically have a bias 
do on the police and favor the police, regardless of the evidence, regardless of the footage and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we got to try to figure out a way to change it because it's, it's like it's, it's biased. It's not fair because, like, every, like, you know, a regular person, they won't get the benefit of the doubt, but the police always will. And the jurors yeah. will side with the police, you know, and if we're not getting convictions, and if we don't get convictions, it's going to continue to happen. It's very disturbing. Like, I have a black son, you know, that got to grow mm. up in this world, and oh, I don't yeah. want to see that happen to him or none of my family members or friends, so it's disturbing. Well, you well, you know what you need to do, Tayrell? You need to tell your black son not to read because that's what dude was doing. <laughs> don't okay. read in your want... car, okay? Don't read. <laughs> okay, well, let me, let, me, let, me put this, let me put this out here. You know, uh, Rhett Thomas, you know, you made a, a, Thompson, a, a large Thompson. point. Thompson, okay, Thompson. Excuse me. Rhett, no can I no call problem. you Rhett? All right. Yes, that's Rhett, fine. That's fine. You had, awesome. You had spoke on uh, the point of having a female police that is in the shooting and rarely women do shooting. And then there was a black cop that was in a shooting to shoot and is no longer a black or white thing. Can you go a little bit deeper as to helping us to understand why is it not a black or white thing while we have the riots and the looting going on because, you know, uh, our black folk is, you know, pissed off. They're mad about what's going on. Can you explain that situation just a little bit more? I would like to hear some more. Well, this this is my perspective on it. Uh, I think that as people of color, we we have this. Sometimes we fall into the same uh, the same potholes of you mm-hmm. know it's easily to define our oppressor as a white male. Okay, mm-hmm. whether it be you know jobs, whether it be society, whether it be you know mm-hmm. law enforcement, it's easy to mm-hmm. think of this. Okay, here's the these are the bad guys. But when you have mm-hmm. a white female, in a, you know, because first of all, yes, women, they don't really, uh, they're not involved in a lot of these uh, situations because a lot of them, um, you know, they're not put in a situation where they would be confronted by this, you know. I mean, it's still my impression Excellent. that there's a lot of, there's women that are making inroads in law enforcement. Um, they're mm-hmm. still kept in situations where um, they would not have to confront somebody on on that level but yes what what bothers me about this is that okay on the one hand it's um on the one hand they're like wow you know white white female cops can be uh they can be trigger happy too you know you have that <laughs> on the one side mm-hmm. uh but that the, the thing that that bothers me as a female as a woman okay so you know there's so there's so the, the, there's a disproportionate amount of men male police officers than female police officers. So it's easy. Now the story is more that, oh, she was nervous. Oh, she was just, uh, she didn't know what to do. You know, in the way that this is not helping female police officers either because it's going to seem like she didn't know what she was doing when she shot this individual. Well, you know what? So you Go, uh, well, I just wanted to interject and just say that when I saw sure, the sure. footage where you know she where where the where the uh, the woman cop shot Terrence Crutcher right uh, after mm-hmm. it was done, they were all backing up off of the scene, you know, as though like they was holding her back, and it was just it was just phenomenal. Why would you know? Is this a stage thing that's going on they don't want to make it look like that it's all you know just a white thing or you know or uh just all male thing that they now putting in here a white woman that is going to do the shooting um on this particular uh uh situation and it's just alarming you know it's it's just alarming what i'm seeing i saw the footage it wasn't it wasn't pretty yeah, they're it saying that the reason why she's shot, because now she's been charged with first-degree manslaughter. That's and the right, charges that are being, right. yeah, the charges that being brought against her, they said that fear mm. resulted in her unreasonable actions, which led but to how her could shooting. That have, but, but how could that have been 
if you know she got clearly men around her, three men, uh-huh. three cops. That uh-huh. was around her. How could that have been with one, you know, black man uh, with his hands up and facing his back towards them? How could he have been a threat to her? Well, this is the thing. When the story first broke, they um, the, the initial report said that he was reaching inside the, the car window. But according to that his family, the church... Yeah, that the, the grass was was shut. It was it was rolled up. So rolled up. Is it? This is the this is the problem. This is the issue that we. It, it's like the myth of the big black man. You know, it's like mm-hmm. ever ever since like you know slavery days. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. you have this big black hulking. You know, oh, he can do all this physical labor, but he's really a giant. He's really mm-hmm. a monster. Right. He's really going to be violent and and. There's something that's wrong with training or something that's wrong with just, um, you know, the idea that people still hold that uh, if you're a big black guy, you're going to be scary and that you're automatically going to do something criminal. And I want to... Uh... I, I, I want to thank you for uh, that, uh, the comments that you're making on that, uh, Rhett. That's very, very good. Uh, Tay, you're doing an awesome job as well. You know, these are some real great points that's coming across. And, you know, and I want to share a, a piece of uh, audio footage that, you know, I had to get when I was uh, checking out the reel or the talk show and Cheryl Underwood was uh, was really really uh emotional concerning uh concerning what was going on and I just want to play it and then you know get your take on it and uh let's see what you think about this okay I just want to you know let everybody know I got this footage and or this audio so here we come with this anybody else that have anything they want to Say or you know uh, just listen in. You call in at three four seven eight eight four eight six eight four. That number again is three four seven eight eight four eight six eight four. And we're talking about United States racial profiling under the American flag. Just a moment here. I'm going to play this audio. You got to make it. You got to put people in jail. When you shoot somebody under the color of authority, you don't. You need to lose your job, and you need to lose your livelihood, and you need to lose your freedom. Like every other American loses yes. their freedom. Consequences. That, that's need right. You need to be But remember, there are good police are. officers out there, and the ones that are not, they need to go to jail. Yeah. They need to go to jail. And don't tell me this. We got to train. Y'all white. Y'all drive all the time and don't nothing happen to y'all, and we black, and I'm afraid to drive my damn car because if they don't know who I am, I could be shot. Until y'all feel that, this ain't never going to stop. Until you all that are not black feel it and stand with us, this is not going to stop. Well, with that to say, what do you think about that particular um audio clip right there. Anybody have anything they want to say on that? Well, you know what? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I I think that's uh, somebody speaking from their heart, and and Mm -hmm. I think they, uh, you know, hit hit a lot of important issues there that that, uh, people of color, uh, you know, I mean, if if I had a black son or even a black daughter, I would be afraid when they uh, left and go through certain areas of what could happen if they would come I, I want to ask the question. I want to ask mm-hmm. the question, Dollar Bill. You know, um, yeah. um, hearing hearing Cheryl speak on the tone of, you know, people from the white point of view, that they need to feel what's really going on so that they can stop the madness of shooting mm-hmm. people. We don't know who's going to be the next target, you know, from the black point of view. Uh, can you can you can you express some things you know dealing with how you know what what could be a solution for you know the feeling of how white people need to feel about this subject because obviously there even though we have 
good people in the world just like we got bad cops and good cops, right? We got bad people and good people. The point of it is is that, you know, getting this across to the the hearts of the white American, what would you say about that? Well, I, I think that that's very uh would be very hard because uh, a lot of white people live in predominantly white areas, so they don't have mm-hmm. much contact with people of color, whether, whether it be Latino, African-American, or, or whatever. So you you would just almost have to go through your mind that if your own child was being victimized for something that they couldn't control. Uh, and there, there's times that uh, some white people were singled out by law enforcement, like say mm-hmm, your wife mm-hmm. tattoos or piercings and you uh, or long hair, you get pulled over. You're not going to be treated as nice as if you're a white person that's, you know, dressed in a suit and tie. So, I mean, there's certain groups of white people that are, that can kind of experience that, but not, not to the same uh, extent as a person of color. Uh, I, my friends um, that are black that with their, with their sons, I tell them, I say, you Mm -hmm. you get pulled out. I say, uh, if it's at night, turn your dome light in your car, have your window down before the officer gets to the car, have your hands on a steering wheel. So that way there's yeah. no issue that you're digging under your seat to get your ID or your insurance and you're going to get shot because somebody is, is thinking you're making a wrong move or something like that. Well, even with that, you know, we have also had that experience where there was a black, a black man with his girlfriend in the car and the cop and came over thought, to the yeah. side and, and, yeah. and all he did was tell him to pull out his license for him to and see he, and, and when he was going to his murder and he got murdered. And, yep. and he, he got, got murdered. murdered. Oh, you know, exactly. that's not that's not going to do that either. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's it, not going to do it, it either. It, what we need to, what, what I want to find fix, out is. Yeah, it's not going to fix everything, but, but that can maybe defuse certain situations that, you know, some they have to really look at who they're hiring for law enforcement. I mm-hmm. saw studies mm-hmm. where they're getting all these guys coming back from Iraq and from Afghanistan. That's right. That's, now we're talking. It, with, with PTSD and, and other issues, and then That's since right. they're a veteran, they, they get hired, They get preferential hiring uh, within mm-hmm. the police department. Another mm-hmm. thing is I think officers maybe every three or five years should go under a psychological evaluation to see, you know, because somebody might be a good cop, and then after a couple years, you know, something in their personal life or or, uh, you know, something medically, and, and they might not be mm-hmm. mentally stable to work with, interact with the public. And they also have to check records. Some of these guys mm-hmm. that have done this have hurt people for many years, and, and they have stuff in mm-hmm. their files, but they just keep getting put on leave for a little bit, and then they put them back out on the street. After you do something to well, somebody I wrong, think I- yeah, you're I'm, right. You should I'm be sorry. Out. You know, I'm I'm so, I'm sorry. You know, they need to go. I mean, anytime you take and you kill a person, you know, you just like how they deal with us as the you citizens of the United States, they need to also pay. Just because they have, exactly. you know, the freedom of the badge doesn't give them a right. That doesn't matter. You know, I mean, in that case, they should all that they get ready to put in jail. Oh, I'm, yep. Let me just say this: they put in jail. They should be like, you know, before they put people in jail that's innocent and all that stuff. They need to be putting out yep. some of that, uh, 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 some of the counseling and whatever for them too. But it doesn't happen like that. But you know, I don't think that they should get that kind of preferential treatment like that. I, I think I, I agree with you 100. I think I that agree with you because the law is the law. That if we're gonna go by the law, everybody okay. should go by the law, even those that are supposed to be, uh, you know, uh, protecting us with the law. You know what I mean? They, they yeah. need to do the same. But I'm a, before we before we go on, I'm gonna bring my um, my uh, uh, co-host uh, from previous shows that have been with me over the years, and his name is Brother Blondie, and uh, and let's see what he has to say about this. And um, I'm going to bring him in on the four deep conversation, and I'll get back with all of you on what your views are with this. Brother Blondie, are you on the line? 
Uh, yes, I am, uh, Wendy. I am on the line. How are you doing? Okay. I am fine. Glad to hear from you. What is your take at all of what you are listening to? What do you, what do you think about all of this that is happening under the, uh, under the American flag of racial profiling? It's interesting to hear what you may have to say about this. Well, it's uh, I, I find it interesting, uh, Wendy, that uh, white folks are more angry and upset over San Francisco 49ers quarterback Colin Kaepernick, and uh, and you you know his refusal to stand up and salute to uh, the national anthem, as opposed to uh, police officers shooting and killing unarmed black men and women across the country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I I also feel that it's even more disturbing that when white men and women shoot and kill police officers or even pull out a gun at a, at a police officer that uh, they get apprehended. Mm-hmm. You, you know, they don't, they, they don't get shot. And, and someone posted on Facebook the other day, how come when police officers shoot and kill uh, white men, that is not a news story. Well, when police officers shoot and kill unarmed white men, uh, no, uh, when they shoot and kill unarmed black men, that they're not portrayed, uh, they're not portrayed as heroes. They're more portrayed as heroes when they shoot and kill black men, but apprehend white perpetrators. Mm-hmm. Well, that's good stuff right there. What you, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna bring someone in to talk with you and talk on what you are talking about, brother Blondie. Uh, let's let's look at Dollar Bill again. Dollar Bill, what do you got to say about what brother Blondie just got finished saying uh, in his comments? I think he's speaking the truth. You know, I think the way that the media portrays things sometimes is not accurate. When they go to film a, uh, a demonstration in the area, they want to. They just want to film the part where people are tearing stuff up and looting, and they don't want to show the good part of it. And and and, and then when uh, they want to say that somebody was armed, or they think they were armed, or the report was that they were armed. They, they want to put this stuff out there, and then you find out later that the guy wasn't armed, and he was just murdered in cold blood. So I, I, I think what he said is on point, 100%, you know? Hey, what, what, what's your take on it? Yeah, I mean, I just, man, I mean, he, he, he did make a, a, a really good point, you know, and, I don't even know what to say. I just finished watching the video for the first time. I hadn't even seen it before, but, um, the Tulsa situation. And I, it's just really disturbing, man. It just, it just really upset me. Like, I'm, well, I just, I just got to get together for a second because seeing that was so disturbing. Like, I hadn't even seen it. I just watched it, the helicopter um, footage, and watched them just gun this man down for no reason. Like, his hand was up. No I don't reason. understand. Like, mm-hmm. I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, like, you know as far as like, the Kaepernick thing, that's a good point, though, because, like, like they said that, I think he was, like, as far as the most disliked, they did a uh, survey, like, was the most um, disliked uh, person in the NFL, and Kaepernick um, was, like, 27%, you know, like, and it was, like, so much higher. The next person, highest person was, like, Tom Brady at, like, 12%. Of, mm-hmm. um, and it's... It is like it's crazy because you know a, a peaceful protest and people are outraged about that, but it, it's standing for something positive. It's standing for like you know justice and the racial profiling, and it's a peaceful protest. You made a good point. Like I definitely agree with him. You know, but I'm just surprised right. right now from seeing that footage. Well, and and there's a lot of people that should be because that's that's real and that's a feeling and that's the thing that. Cheryl Underwood was speaking about because it's an outrage to see something that 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 harsh happen to someone that has not posed a threat 
and here it is, uh, they lose their life. Well, that's also a wake-up call for America altogether. We're just not talking about black lives matter. We're talking about all lives matter, at least um, uh, from my point of view, because a life is a life, and no one is supposed to uh, have, have to lose their life like that, you know? Would not without 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 even thinking about it. That's what that looked like to me. So um, I agree with you 100%. My, absolutely. That's what that was to me. I mean, um, you know, I even came out with a song on it. You know what I mean? I mean, you know, I have been seeing, you know, the the the, the ugliness. You know that uh, even though that we all that have been brought over and born. In America, and all of those that come on to, uh, you know, to live here, this is supposed to be the land of the free. And I find out yeah, land of the free nowhere. Well, I don't care what it looks like. Well, the problem is with that we like to believe that this is the land of the free, but this wasn't. This when land of the free, when that phrase was put together, that wasn't meant for uh, people of color. That wasn't meant for poor white people. That wasn't meant for native peoples. Like that wasn't that was not that term was not meant for any of those people. <laughs> so we would like to believe that um, that we are in a free country. And I think, like, look, overall, I do believe that we do live in the greatest country in the world. I will say that. Okay, I do believe okay. that if you're That's if fair. you're if you're if you're a person of color, if you're a woman, if you're a poor white person, if you're like disadvantaged, this is probably one of the best countries in the entire world to be in to make something of yourself. Okay, but that being said, I think that like there needs to be a reevaluation when it comes to judgments. Uh, when it comes to um, you know maybe folks in the mainstream. I think what the problem is, like with the Kaepernick doing his protest, I think a lot of folks in the mainstream were caught off guard. I think, uh, you know, including some black people, um, caught off guard because you think, okay, here's a guy that, quote, made it. You know, he, he plays football. You know, compared to a guy working in a coal mine, he has it really good. So why does it, why is he even bothering to protest? You know, so um, you know, they, a lot of people feel in this the way this country is set up. As long as you have money, as long as you have, uh, you know, you, some creature comfort, that you have nothing mm-hmm. to complain about. And the same thing goes with uh, the protests that are happening, even in in uh, Charlotte. You know, a lot of people are confused. Why are we on the fourth day of rioting when the people there in Charlotte, well, if there were, uh, you know. <laughs> there's actually a clip that's floating around because there's a, a, a politician that has had to uh, apologize on Don Lemon's show uh, for mm-hmm. uh, basically saying, well, the reason why they're protesting is because black people don't like, those black people don't like white people. They hate white people. So that's the reason why they're in the street rioting because they don't have okay. any jobs and they hate white people. So, okay. <laughs> okay, let me, let me. Let me let me interject. Okay, let me let me let me let me let me interject in there since you're talking about the riot, and um, and then we're going to uh, bring in a couple of calls. You know, we're getting down to the quick. We only did an hour. There's only an hour for today, and we're I'm wanting to bring this back on to the show again because there's a lot to say on this subject. Um, uh, talking about the riots, do you feel uh, that it's necessary in the way that uh, our uh, the black folk uh, and all the rest that may have jumped in there out of the anger and the outrage of all this that they see that's going on with the cold blood kill thing, right? And with the police. Now, we know that there's good police in the world too, but right now, and, you know, seeing all of what we see, you know, the bad is outdoing the good, far as I can see. All right. So the question would be: In the riots, do you think that there's another solution and way that they should deal with this, other than, you know, uh, tearing down people's uh, businesses, innocent people's businesses that don't got nothing to do with what's going on and all the looting and different things that's happening? Should there be another way to do this movement? other than to riot and burn down stuff and loot 
uh, uh, businesses that shouldn't be uh, involved. That should definitely be a different way of handling it because uh, I'm going to say this real quick and somebody else can go, but that should definitely be a different way of handling it. Like we literally already look at us as savages. So when we do that, we just show them that we really are. Like we go, that's how mm-hmm. we respond. We look stupid. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't Very good. solve nothing. It don't it yes. don't change nothing. It just says, yes. see, that's the reason why we still on edge when we stop them and stuff. Look at them. They yes. they loot and tear down their own communities. It does nothing. Mm-hmm. Like it disgusts me. It gets nothing solved at all. It it all it does I, is set us I back a hundred years further. Like it seems mm-hmm. back or not for it. I, I agree. I agree, but to a point because I think that like most protests, I do believe that it started out peacefully. But there is an anger that simmers in all of us when something mm-hmm. like this happens. Now, on one hand, like someone like me will say, okay, well, you got to vote. you got But not everybody is willing to go the, quote, slow and steady route. There is a frustration within the community. You have a lot of people that, okay, your schools are suffering. I don't care what Trump said. Like, Trump, uh, this is not nothing to do with Trump. But our community, we know that there are areas that need improvement. So if you have folks that feel disenfranchised, that they feel yeah. like they don't get the same uh, the same type of starting line. Not everybody's on the same starting line. Some people mm-hmm. get five steps ahead. Some are 20 miles ahead of, of, mm-hmm. of us. Okay? So there is a frustration when um, you have people that feel like, wow, you know, it doesn't matter that I'm tearing something down because I need physically, I need to get this energy out of me. You know, it's not the right well, thing to do, but, but it's but like that, I'm going to throw, uh, throw a, a, a garbage can into the grass. Yeah, but that's not necessary. Because, because I know that's, that's not necessary. Well, but you're hurting your own community more. If that store gets burnt down and looted, and that's the only store in that area. You just hurt the whole neighborhood. You hurt all your neighbors and all your whole community because then nobody's going to want to open the store again after that. You, but you, this you is know, I, 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 I agree. I agree, but I don't I understand. Like, I wouldn't do it myself, but I understand. Because these are also well, the same people that will also say that they're not going to vote because they feel like it's not going to get them anywhere. Let me... Okay, I want to interject in there. I want to I want to interject because I'm hearing, you know, you say red. I don't understand. I wouldn't do it myself. However, you know, people need to be thinking just like that. If you wouldn't do it yourself, then why would why would you, you know, uh, uh, okay, you know, the situation for them to do something like that? And just like Dollar Bill was saying, you know. You know, you mess up the whole community. You, you know, the the businesses wouldn't want to come back there to bring money into the community. The communities get run down. But the whole idea when we talk about stand up, speak up and speak out on a situation like this, and we're doing it underneath the what we said under God, which is dealing with the American flag, do, isn't there a proper way to express the anger without having to do that because what you do as what I was hearing also from uh, Dollar Bill was that uh, it, it puts a whole different outlook on us as a people that we would tear up and loot like that when Dr. Martin Luther King and many others that have came exactly. in the time before to show us exactly. how to act even under God is show how to act in order to get a job done. You can't get nothing done with looting and firing and shooting and killing. It will have to go battle mind to mind. You have to deal with the mind of a person and deal with the conscience of a person. And when I listen to Cheryl Underwood talk the way she talked, she was what she has spoke on is that everybody, including the whites, everybody that's up underneath this American flag needs to have a conscience. Without that 
we are not going to make any progress in the world. And we know that we're not going to always win the battle of racial issues because it's been that for all time. The point of it is, it's time for a movement in another way. The same thing that was taught to us, repeat of the history. This is a repeat of history. And it just needs to be put in its place by us as a people to come together under one voice and talk according to what's proper and decent. Otherwise, we will not, we will not get heard. We will continue to see what we see. There's going to be casualties that's going to fall on the side, but for what reason? Would it be for nothing or would it be because we are standing up and speaking together as one and coming together, not being afraid of death, to make a point to tell those that are in the law or have the law in their hand, just like when we reach out to God and pray. We are beseeching that you stop this, but you can't do it if you uh, you 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 doing things, uh, you know, dying by the sword like they do and stuff. You can't get nothing done, you know, eye for eye and two for two. It's not going to happen. So there is another call that is online, and I just want to be able to get this call, you know, of people that want to come in and speak. You know, I'll give two minutes for uh, comments on the situation. I hope what I am saying does, you know, resonate somewhere and that I make sense because, we can't do we can't keep, a lot of uh, we can't keep doing that we have to we have to go by modelship of what we were taught okay if we're going to go out like suckers you know uh not standing up we might as well go out like go out like victory with victorious people you know standing up and talking and coming eye to eye, mind to mind, to get a thing done. It happened before, it can happen again. Yes, it's going to mess with somebody's money because, see, it's going to have to, some things are going to have to change for that movement to take place. So, 248 area code 7460, you are on the line to speak up, stand up, and say what you got to say under racial profiling underneath the American flag. What you got to say about this? Well, I got I got something to say. Uh, first of all, you know what all we think, and our kids is listening to us. So whatever everybody thinks about this racial profile, you got to put it. Remember that your kids is listening, um, mm-hmm. and we cannot let one bad apple, maybe two or three bad apples, spoil it for the rest. I would say that all Caucasian people is not racist. Because I have right. dealt with a lot of them. And um, now, I know that the police, what I, I have to say, the police is supposed to protect and serve, not protect and kill. But um, I, I don't understand what I don't understand with the law. And the law has a lot to do with this. Why every time someone, black, white, Puerto Rican, you name it, someone gets shot down, they have to shoot to kill. Why go? I'm not, I've never heard out of my life story that an officer shot someone and they didn't die. Why do they have to die? Why don't they train them to shoot, not to kill? Give them a warning shot. If you're trying to stop somebody, shoot them in the leg. Shoot them in, wherever, but don't shoot to kill. Why do they have to shoot to kill? I do not understand that. Now, can anyone answer that question for me? Because I, I, I've been thinking about it since I heard about this. You know, the guy with his hands up and got shot, you know, and it, it seemed like they shoot the kill. I don't understand that. I just don't. Ms. Clark, Two minutes on the block. Anybody that's got to answer this caller? Anybody want to answer that? I, yeah, I, I also am in agreement with that. I would prefer it to be like it not be shoot to kill, that shoot to stop. Uh, but from what I researched, um, you know, it's not like in the movies. A lot of people, unfortunately, are not great shots, and they, when you're in a high adrenaline situation like that, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. you have a moving, what may or may not be a moving target coming at you. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult to make that shot unless you are, mm-hmm. you have to be very extremely practiced at that. 
Okay, so mm-hmm. maybe they do. Okay, maybe they do. Law enforcement, you're trained to shoot towards body mass. The biggest target on a person is usually the chest. So that's most officers are, are, are trained to do a chest shot. Well, and, maybe, mm-hmm. so maybe they, need to play, they need to change how they train them because too many people is dying. Too many people, they're not getting the warning shot. If you're running from the police, if you're running from the police, if you're running from the police, why can't the police mm-hmm. shoot you in the leg? Why can't the police shoot you what, somewhere where it's not to kill? That's what I'm not. Maybe they need to train them another way. Maybe the, 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 the state of Michigan, the law need to change how they um, shoot. I know they be trying to. Some of them be trying to protect themselves. Some of them be trying mm-hmm. to protect themselves. But at the same time, why do you have to shoot to kill? I, well, I have never. I just don't understand it. I don't understand. I think that okay. I think this is why a lot of two minutes. a lot of police departments are turning uh, turning towards the taser. Uh, the taser, that's like the electric, like a stun gun. But um, but even with that, there those are expensive. Okay. There's a lot of training involved, and I think there's actually like a backlog of that. Like um, because that's we're talking about like fifty thousand volts going into mm-hmm. someone. But at least that's better than shooting someone to kill him. So I, I think that a, a lot of police departments are going to that because and of that. Reason. Okay. Well, well, just a moment. Also, uh, after, after you, I'm, I'm going to go on to the okay. next caller, you know, so okay. we can get two minutes in. So take, oh, take okay. a minute and a half so I can get it in. Okay. okay. Well, I was just going right. to say, um, yeah, I was just going to say that real quick. Um so these police officers, a lot of them are cowards. Like, they are. Like, if you watch the footage, like, y'all got a man surrounded. It's like three, four of y'all. Y'all got weapons. Y'all can't apprehend them. Y'all can't, uh, uh, y'all can't take down a person without having to shoot them and kill them. Are you scared to get close? What's you scared? He's going to turn into a cutable hawk or blow or jaw or take a bomb and blow everybody up. Like, why do you, why can't you just apprehend them? Like, why do you? It's like they're so cowardly, they're so scared, they just so trigger, trigger their fingers. They just so they're so trigger happy. Like they they cowards. Okay. They need to stop hiring these cowardly officers and get some real brave officers that aren't scared to get their hands wet and tangle with somebody and apprehend them the old fashioned way. Okay, okay. Well, we're going to go and we're going to check out you know, four four six six six. All right, you are on the line to stand up, speak up on racial profiling under the American flag. What you have to say about this? First of all, great show, and every time I'm listening to the show, great comments from everybody. The only question that I have, and I listened to the video and I watched the video many times, the question I want to ask to everybody how come as mm-hmm. people, we don't, we don't follow the law? We don't follow if a policeman is telling you stop. Drop the gun. Why don't we just stop? Drop the gun. If the policeman is telling you to put your sit down, you sit down. If the policeman tells you to do whatever he asks you to do, we don't do that, and we just decide to not follow the guidance of the policeman. I think if we did that, there would be a lot less shooting. I want to ask, how come black people, we don't respect the law? And then we're surprised well, that the consequences of you is getting killed. Well, mm-hmm. I think what, the what we're showing here is that they did follow it and they got shot anyway. Um, no, 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 not the guy shot. from Charlotte. Not the guy from Charlotte. I heard, I heard, I, I listened to that video. When the woman came with that video, the guy, the policeman tells 10 times, drop the gun, 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 and then he shot him. Anybody but have that, anything right. to say on that? I mean, I think you should, yeah, you, you have to follow the instru- instructions. Even if you feel you're being targeted unfairly or, or treated unfairly by the officer, I, I, you still got to listen. And I agree with, you know, mm-hmm. if somebody has a gun and they tell you drop it, just drop it. But that mm-hmm. guy in Charlotte, uh, the woman said he had a, a traumatic brain injury, so there was some mental impairment there. Uh, I didn't see him uh, raise a gun or, or even act in a erratic or threatening way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I think that that situation could have been handled uh, differently, and I think law enforcement mm-hmm. would need training, uh, even dealing with people that are mentally ill and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like the, the, mm-hmm. the, 
the poor guy down in Miami, the therapist was with the autistic gentleman. The therapist is laying mm-hmm. on the ground with his hands up in the air, and the uh, autistic guy is playing with a toy truck, but here the black therapist gets shot while he's laying on his back with his hands in the air. You know I mean? All right, and I thank you. Right. I thank you exactly. very much for that. Oh, just a moment. I, I thank you very much for, uh, you know, your comment, sir, because um, it is, I mean, it's no certain way anything uh, can be handled at this time because it's a darn if you do and a darn if you don't situation. And we're seeing it all, all phases around the point of profiling, whether it's black-on-black crime or white-on-white crime or mixed crime going on with the police, with the blacks, or whatever. I think the point that should be looked at is that regardless, no one should be shot and killed, oh, I agree. I, even, I agree. you know, even, and maybe it should be, you know, a tase or something to dismantle if the person, whether white or black, you know, is to be dismantled somehow, disarmed, and it stands not to be uh, uh, obedient to the command of what's being told, whether white or black or green or brown, I, whatever the case I, may I, be. And I, I do see this absolutely. And the other is, is that you know, even when we suffer the things that we suffer, it should be that we should not get so angry that we're out of our, out of our, you know, out of our minds to just, just do anything and everything just to be heard or seen. That we exactly. should follow all of those things that considered to be decent and in order. I don't care what it is. That's the way that I feel about it. And far as standing up and speaking up, I think, as I said before, all of us should come together to say no, no, no. You understand to what these cops are doing, whether they, and they definitely need to uh, suffer the consequences, just like that woman, you know, that Doc Crutcher, you know, she suffered the consequences for it. It hasn't always been like that. Sorry to say that, you know, that we as a people had to do the looting and come up and do all the stuff and burn down stuff in order for a thing to get done, but there should be another solution, and we are finished with this conversation for now because you know it's done boiled down to the last drop here and I want to thank uh, Tay for being on radio with his crew from Real Talk Radio I thank Miss uh, Emily Wallace I believe that's who I heard on the line Brother Blondie for his take and comment on this on this uh, show and also you sir for bringing in a viable point about learning how to uh, obey the law because you can't do anything until you obey the law. You obey the law, then you can fight. But in some cases, you ain't did nothing and obeyed the law. But we still need to stand up and fight. We need to. So until the next time uh, at 10 p.m., I am going to be on radio with Tay Real and with the crew on Real Talk Radio on Tuesday night. So we want you to be there. That's a round uh, table discussion on an assortment of uh, information and topics that we want to talk about. So be there for that. And until then, I want to say to all of you that are listening on this particular show and the Lardy Miss Clardy listeners, until you open up your mouth and come together as one and stop separating and not wanting to come together. We're talking about all of us because we are human race that's down here. We all got to live and eat the same way. Nobody is better than anybody. But until we stand up and say stop killing and shooting and doing all the stuff that we're doing to one another under racial issues, we will never come together. So I say to everybody that is listening, stand up, speak up, and speak out. Let your mouth do the talking, not your hands and not your tools, dying by the sword because you living by the sword. And until then, I'll see you the next time on Lardy Miss Clardy and Company on BTR. 
Have a good night. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.